Crowley, cross ice, Eichel walks in, fires one, there's another rebound off the first save, they bang away, and it's scores! There it is, Skinner in front of the net, continues his torrent scoring pace, two game, here's a chance, and back, it scores! Jason Bobbinville, rebound in front, Eichel with a chance at it, scores! Rasmus Dahlin! How's it going, everybody? This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13, and the Buffalo Sabres are good, actually good, really good, and have won six straight games. I am Joe, and as always, I am joined by Luke, and it's Tuesday. We don't usually record on Tuesdays, but we're not trying to record on Thanksgiving. No. On Thursday. No, that's not we happening. Want you all to have, we want you all to have a very happy Thanksgiving and not to listen to us. Yes. Please be with your family. If you do want to listen to us on Thanksgiving, please. It'll be an honor. By all means. But. If you want to show all the people, that, hey, I found this really cool podcast. You guys are all yeah. family. You should all listen to it. Yes. Yeah, that'll be great, you know. So, Luke, hey. how are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Let me tell you, life is so much better when this team is good. Because I've been thinking lately about how just how miserable and fake the last since Eichel has come into the league how miserable and just since his second year his first year was kind of fun just fake like how fake it has been okay I'm looking at my time hop right now and if you don't know what time hop is it's it's an app where you can go back and see what you tweeted years ago and one year ago I tweeted out a gif of there's if you've ever watched SpongeBob, there was an episode where Squidward, yeah, for you psychopaths that never watched SpongeBob, yeah. uh, there's a gif of Squidward where his like nose like goes like falling off his face because he's like tired. So I said, "Oh great, the Sabers play today," and then I put that gif. So like, what a contrast from a year a year ago, but where like, like I was... we didn't want to watch games, and now I can't wait for the next game. But I have to work tomorrow. I can't watch the next game. What I I'm mean, very upset. What I mean by fake is, like, we were excited over Nick Baptiste once upon a time, Justin Bailey, as recent as one year ago. We were yeah. hyped over these guys. And now it's just a radical change. Mm-hmm. It's November 20th, and Jordan Nolan is still playing games. Like, this is fun. That fun stuff. Tweet. That was a tweet from last year. Yes, yeah. a tweet from a year ago. Download Time Hop. It's fun. I did. I'm, I'm going through it right now, but uh, I, I'll figure out how to navigate that later. Uh, but it, life is so much happier now. Mm-hmm. I mean, things are more exciting. We're going to get into this later, but it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be really hard for us to screw this up, to screw up this pace. Cause they you gotta, pretty much have to be – they just have to be 500, and they're still – yeah, an 89, 90-point team. So let's think we are only 29 wins or 28 wins away from being at 500 on the season. Yes. So. I think it's possible. And we don't lose in overtime. So yeah. I think 50 points is – I'm starting to – not 50 points, sorry. I'm starting to think 50 wins is uh, within the realm of possibility. Oh I'm not there yet, but mm, I am, they're good. 
This team is good. God, they don't give up. This. this is the biggest thing difference from last year is they would give up a goal and then they're out of it. Mm-hmm. They they like they were fragile last year. They're mentally fragile. We said it hundreds of times on the podcast last year. They were mentally fragile. And they would give up a goal and then lights out. It's over. Something changed in their cycle. changed. I Even think. Johan Larson is playing. Johan really Larson good. and Zemis Gergensen <laughs> are, are good. They like, were they're probably fine. the best line yesterday. Yeah. They're getting chances. They're out there like, right at the end of the game in regulation. They're, they're like, yeah, I know. I mean, Larson's taking yeah. the faceoffs in the final minute. At one point, the these two guys were their, some of their best prospects, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad looking back on it. But. They're shut down guys, and I know everyone likes to. We even like to pick on Larson and Gergensen sometimes, but they. I feel like they played a good game yesterday. They've I'm, been good this season. Listen, They've been good. At the moment, I really like Larson, and I really want him on this team. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, let's I let the cat out of the disagree. bag. Yeah, Larson is my guilty pleasure at the moment. Okay, if they brought Larson and Gergen and maybe even both of them back mm-hmm. next year, what do you think about that? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they've been a great fourth line. I mean. Depends. Is Asplund going to be ready? Are they going to try and... Because I can definitely see... Because I think Larson's going to be a UFA. Gergensen's an RFA. So I don't know who... I, I feel like they maybe keep one, but like... I don't know. Maybe We probably do chance. let Larson go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd prefer Gergensen's because of his speed, though. Mm-hmm. Larson is still kind of Yeah, Gergensen slow. says he's taken an extra step in that speed department, mm-hmm. I'd say, definitely this year. Yeah. Much quicker. I don't have many complaints right now. I mean... They've won six in a row. Like they're in fourth place in the NHL. What kind of parallel universe do we live in right now? Toronto won yesterday, but Tampa Bay lost. Oh, in other news, St. Louis fired Mike Yo. St. Louis is a train wreck. They just got shut out against LA. Cal Peterson got his first NHL shutout. So kid's good. And I just bought tickets to the Sabres LA game on December 11th. So I got to get tickets to the Jets game. That's hoping what I to boo Cal Peterson that night. But yeah, mm. what what a fun week. We our last episode was on Thursday, and we said this next stretch of games, these next three games are huge. It'll be very telling of what this team is. And we said we'd be happy with one one and one. Yeah, they won all three. Yeah, they beat two teams that are top five. Yeah, top five in the NHL. Uh, we beat at the time they were top five. Minnesota. and It's Winnipeg funny you were say that top five. because I have it on the board. We beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are currently third in the league. Mm-hmm. The Winnipeg Jets, who are currently fifth, and the Minnesota Wild, who are currently sixth yeah. in the National and the Peng- League. The, I feel like the Penguins aren't going to finish at the bottom of the league, but they looked pretty bad, especially in the third period yesterday. Fuck away a lot and Buffalo was just all over them in the third period it was like a few minutes in the into the third and they were being outshot like 11 to 3 Casey DeSmith is not a very good goaltender no. I don't think no no he's not but man oh man the Sabres looked like trash in that first period they mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been a lot worse than what the score showed they came back a little bit in the second but then it was just an onslaught in the third period they I'm surprised they didn't win the game in regulation and Casey Middlestead, what you you heard the the goal in the open that we made, but man, oh man, you cannot give Casey Middlestead that much time and space to shoot. You no. just can't. He did that his last goal. I forgot who it was against, but it was exactly the same. And you listen to his uh, his post game scrum. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I think it was Ottawa. 
Yeah, you listen to his post-game, post-game scrum, and the guy's just so confident. That's yeah. probably the thing that I love about Casey Millsat the most. He's just so confident he's a great in kid. himself. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I was going to pass, but I saw I saw they gave me a wide open, and I took the shot. Yeah, That's I the attitude we need. Yes. and They have that can't-lose attitude. They're having fun. What? Look yeah. at Jack Eichel's face every time there's a goal. The guy's having fun playing hockey. Like, I feel like Eichel is finally the stud that we needed him to be. You see him out there, he's leading these men. I mean, he like, was always a stud. He was always a stud, but I he's mean, taking now, it to another level now. He's becoming a bona fide superstar, you know? Yeah. He He's not putting up a ton. Of, and he needed that overtime goal yesterday. You could see the exhilaration mm-hmm. in his face. And it wasn't really that great of a goal. Like, it hit DeSmith and it kind of trickled in. It but was like that's those... how you you got to get on the board somehow and then... Then the goals will start to come. Hopefully, that's this, the floodgates start to open after that. This was an NHL 19 goal, where it, it hits the blocker and just like trickles mm-hmm. in. Kind of, it was, it was lucky he scored it, but still, I mean, he finally shot the puck yeah. on a two on one. It was him and Sherry. I thought he was gonna pass to Sherry. I did too. But that would have been nice if Sherry got. That would have been sweet. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping. I thought Sherry him. got the goal when Nelson scored, but yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love, I love when they score. They act like they've been there before. Sherry just walks up like I don't know what happened and just. Hugs his man. Now, this is what I am most proud of, okay? I didn't tune out once, okay? I, I kept the game on the whole time because you have that belief that we're not out of this, you yeah. know? I, yeah, I was, I was texting Steve mm-hmm. throughout the game, and I said, they're winning this. At 8? They're winning this. It was one, it was one or two, nothing. I, I forget, but they're winning this game. <laughs> At 8.24, it was either just turned 4-1 or Bogosian had just scored to make it 4-2. I tweeted, I bet we win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and we won. I was going to do so, the same thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to copy it's you. It's like I I truly I have confidence in this team. Yes. I have yeah. immense confidence. There was not a second in that game where I thought they were out of it. Every game starts, and I feel like we're going to win it. Mm-hmm. Like every game. I feel like we can win every game. And Philly is next at home. And they're not that good. No. That place, if you are going to that game, you better be It's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. It's going to be loud. Fans, especially after that game yesterday, fans. Put your phone away. Fans are excited. I I live for the day where I'm not going to be on my phone in the Sabres game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for because the last four years, five years, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a single Sabres game that I've been to where I don't, I just, like, while they're playing, I'm on my phone mm-hmm. on Twitter. Put your phone away. High-five the guy next to you. Talk to the people around you. Build a community again, okay? Let's build it's gonna a be fan loud. base. It's going to be loud. WGR is talking about the Sabres again. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I'm getting on my car and on the way here, and they're talking Sabres hockey and not I want Nathan to see, Peterman versus whoever. Like it's, I it's want awesome. to see sellouts again. You're going to see them. Back when we used to sell every game. And I'm scared. People are starting to believe. I'm scared that people have become fairweathers and just... They don't want to go anymore because that that stigma grows. That well, I mean, oh, the Sabers they suck. Yeah. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be you know forty wins at one point. People are gonna say, oh, Sabers, yeah, what are they like bottom out? You know, there's, there's people like that, casual fans who are like, well, whatever, they aren't for real. And that'll anger me, but you know, yeah, people people are counting them out already. They're, people are just saying, oh yeah, they're gonna trail off. But I mean, it's what possible. makes people like. It's possible, but it's always possible. Yeah, yeah but but look at but the, the NHL so is just, talent. The NHL is just so random now. Yeah. Vegas makes the playoffs 
their first year. And, and it was a Stanley Cup final. Like, New Jersey and Colorado are bottom feeders and then make the playoffs the year after and are good teams. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm possibility that the Sabres can be good this year, and they are good, so we'll see. And the thing is, they're only going to get better. Mm-hmm. They're only going to get better. Rasmus Dahlin is 18 years old. He probably played one of his worst, probably his worst game in the NHL last night against the Penguins. It was, but he still had some flashes of brilliance. That play where he goes up the ice, it looked like one of his goals he scored in, for Forlunda. If he scored that goal, oh my god! It's weird because he had such a bad night, but such a great night at the same time. Yeah, because he was he was doing his, his old second half of the game was it was fine, really good, but like. I think he was on the ice for three goals against. Right then by him. that yeah. that shorthanded breakaway he gave up. Yeah, that was rough. In the first, that, that was, was bad. rough, and he like he dove, dove twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was ugly. I cringed. But there, there's there's learning to do there. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't shake him. He's still yeah, he's just he, he's stone cold. He keeps tr- he keeps doing his thing. That's a, like I noticed that in the beginning he was he's he's trying to do stuff. He's not. Because I remember in the beginning of the season, especially the first game when I went to the home opener, he was like just trying not to. He seemed like he was just trying not to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. But now he's he's like a I don't even know how to describe him. Like he's just trying to do stuff with the puck now. Right. Like he that that's why the Sabers drafted him. His creativity, his hands. Like he's trying to be creative. Mm-hmm. I uh, man. I just want to watch a game with a group of people, because yeah, I watched with my cousins yesterday. It was what, great. Whenever I watch, I'm just alone in my room. I'm texting people about it. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be able to watch it with people. Mm-hmm. And it's, if anything, that's the one thing that I wish I could get out of this season was watch the game with real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is great. Oh my God! We are going to be going on. They're only going to get better. That's in, the thing. In four months, oh my God! This podcast will have existed for three years, and we have never talked about a team with a winning record. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Let's hope when that anniversary comes around, we could be talking about something else. They'll have an X. That isn't they'll, the draft. They'll have an X next to their name in the in the standings. Hopefully, let's hope that we get to see March to the playoffs return on MSG God. broadcast. March to the playoffs. Yep. I remember those days. That was a long time ago. Absolutely, it was. Tage Thompson scored his first goal as a Sabre yesterday as well. Tage Thompson nice. had his best. Yeah, he had his best game as a Sabre. He still had a couple season. rough moments, but he's getting better. Like it's noticeable. He's getting better. He's getting a little more confident. I feel he like he was really he made good. A few, he made a few nice shots. He one time. Uh, yeah, he was on the off wing. He had another the puck on the one time, but he missed the net, unfortunately. Yeah, he had another one-time opportunity in the third when we were down four-three. But his goal—it was—it was a classic. It was a Tage Thompson. It was a pre- nice. It was a nice shot. It was preseason form Tage Thompson, what we saw there, and that was a a very good shot. And he's not busted yet, of course. Um, but man, we know he can bring it like that. Please do. I am. I am all for it. For those that are scoreboard watching, nothing going on tonight. It is Edmonton versus San Jose. Apparently, uh, McClellan and Shirelli are under fire in Edmonton at the moment. As I, I watched be. Insider Trading last night, and I think he said Dreger said white hot in regards to mm. 
the stove them. underneath yes, them. Yes, exactly. So maybe a loss to San Jose tonight. Who knows? Lots of coaches being fired already. Three so far. Wednesday night, Buffalo versus Philadelphia. It's an NBC Sports Network game. It's a 7.30 puck drop. Uh, I encourage everyone. No go, Brian Elliott. Go buy tickets. Ooh, yes, he's injured. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Calvin Pickard. Calvin Pickard. Will be subject to our offense. Is Neuverth hurt too? Yeah, because they, ca- they called yeah. up Alex Lyons, mm-hmm. so I would assume that, okay. What a mess. Uh, what another, a mess. another game to keep your eye on, Montreal versus New Jersey. Montreal currently sitting with the first wild card spot, two points back of Buffalo, so that's a big game. Oh, man. We're scoreboard watching already. Like, come on. What is this? What parallel universe we live in? Islanders versus Rangers. No real implications there. The Islanders sit three points back of the Boston Bruins for the second wild card spot. Wow. Uh, Dallas versus Pittsburgh. I mean, if Pittsburgh loses to Dallas there, uh, heads Mike, are going to roll. Mike Sullivan's head is probably going to be the next to drop. Uh, Chicago versus Washington. Washington is currently in the third spot of the Metro. Then you got Toronto, Carolina. Buffalo mm. currently two back at Toronto, so that's a pretty important one. They're, Buffalo also sits one point back at Tampa. And then you got Boston, Detroit, Florida, Tampa, St. Louis, Nashville, Ottawa, Minnesota, Vegas, Arizona. <laughs> Lots of games. Well, oh my yeah. God. No, this is this is yeah. a crowded night because there's no games on Thursday. Yeah. Well, there's one game. Yeah, there's one game. Edmonton, San Jose. Or uh, no, lots of, lots of games. Thursday is a Thanksgiving showdown with uh, Boston and. Oh wait, no, no. games on Thursday. Oh, that no must be Thursday. Friday then. Uh, Friday. I swear there was a a Thanksgiving showdown game. Oh, a rivalry night. Uh, Chicago and Tampa. Possibly that's an NBCSN game on Friday. Oh, also New York, Philly, an NBC game at one o'clock. So we Friday. play Friday at four. Oh boy, Friday Black at four. Friday. It'll be a Black Friday for Black Friday. Yep. That's all right. That'll be fun. Is that game in Buffalo? Ooh, because we sure. have been on the road far too much. Could be. I don't think it is actually. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, I don't. Check. I'm not sure because I think it is a home game. Yes. Oh, good, good. They play. Philly at home, Montreal at home. Montreal game on Friday is 4 o'clock as well, so keep that in the back of your mind. And then they also play in Detroit Saturday night. And then they play San Jose Tuesday night. Vander Kane's return to Buffalo as well. Keep an eye out for that. And then they have a home... No, they are back-to-back Tampa and Florida Thursday and Friday next week. I remember the last time we faced San Jose, we thought, oh, well, they're bad again. Yeah. That was the last time that... We thought that this team was bad, but yeah. they have got a complete 180. Have we lost this month? Oh my god, hold on. I don't know if we have. Let's bring up, we're bringing up November right now on our apps. No, but they lost to Ottawa on the first and uh, the Rangers on the fourth, uh, but those are the only two games that they have lost this month. So we have not lost in 16 days. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know. What a what a time to be alive, Sabres fans. What a time to be alive. It's, man, there's still room for my excitement to grow, too. Yeah. It's not even at peak levels. If they, because the last time they won seven in a row was the 06-07 season when they started the season 10-0. Mm-hmm. It's been a season of firsts. 
for Buffalo. First time since this, since this happened. Yeah. I love tweeting that stuff out. I love going I know, yeah. through hockey yeah. reference and just searching this stuff. First time they've been above 500 since 2013 or 2012. I don't even remember. It's been so long. But, yeah, that's the first. Yeah. First time they've had a six-game win streak since 2010. Now, if they win tomorrow night against Philadelphia, first time they've won seven in a row since 2007. Or 2006, 2007, when they won the President's Trophy. And there was a stat the Sabres tweeted yesterday where they haven't had, they started the season with 26 points. Like, like their win percentage this early in the season, every time they've had a win percentage this high, they've made the playoffs. So the Sabres are getting our hopes up. But mm, even the team is hyping us the up. Team, great. The team is uh, the team social media account is really hyping the team up. They've I love picked it. up their game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as the team. As yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Oh, also Marco Scandella got hurt. What did you think about the the flail of the stick hitting Malkin in the head? Oh, I feel like it was a uh, accident. It was an it accident. Was, it was a little. Uh, it looked it was reckless, but it, it, looked, it was definitely an accident. It looked a little suspect, but I mean, come on, it's incidental. Malkin was okay, right? I yeah, Malkin was yeah, fine. Malkin was fine. Scandella didn't return. But is, what, it, is it Lawrence Pilot time? Is this the opening that we were waiting for? Is this the opening for Lawrence Pilot to come up, or are they just going to play Nathan Beaulieu? You know what? They're probably just going to play Beaulieu. Yeah, I would imagine. I don't think, because I think the reason you have so many defensemen up here is you don't want to disrupt that chemistry in Rochester, mm-hmm. perhaps. Possibly. Yeah, I think, I more I think about it, it's probably going to be Beaulieu time then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless we see something today that's that shocks know. us. I feel like it should be Lawrence Pilot time. Because he had another good couple games in Rochester. He's like second in the AHL, second or third in the yeah. AHL in scoring. And I don't remember, I don't know who tweeted out on the TCB account, but somebody, yeah, he, they said Pilot is on pace for, like, the all-time point record for defensemen in the AHL in its entire history. So, he's good. Lawrence Pilot's good. That's a long good. history. He is going to be a very good defenseman for this team for years to come. So, just watch out for him. He's, he's going to be up eventually. It's just a matter of time. He should be a full-time defenseman on this team by the trade deadline I would assume because mm-hmm. it's just like picking up a rental but he's, that's he's right but he's gonna stay that's the great thing Jeff Skinner the skin man yes yes tied for third in the NHL in goals with 14 he hasn't scored in two games hasn't scored since the Jets game but he's still I feel like he didn't really have that great of a game yesterday I didn't really notice him that much but he he was best in the third period I think that's when he got more he got a chance he got an assist yesterday did he not I feel like he did yes on the Bogosian goal mm-hmm. he had a chance and how about Zach Bogosian he's just terrible he's to put it been frank. better he's been better yet the last two games he's been horrible yeah, him and him and, him and Darlene, not a good pairing. But. No, but giveaways. Yeah, I mean he scored. That's okay. But this is his best season as a saber. He's been well, yeah, but he's been healthy for the most he's part. Barely, yeah, he's barely played as a saber, mm-hmm. you know. But man, I just thought he was so dreadful last night and the night before that. Oh man, or the game before that. Yeah, don't put. Dalene with Bogosian. Not a Please good idea. don't. Not a good idea. Don't. But I do think Zach Bogosian has been much better. 
Well, yeah, he's he's not great. He's not good by any means, but I don't want to call him. He's been much, much. Better. I don't want to compliment him much right now because he's just been dreadful in my eyes. I, good lord. <laughs> oh man! One more year. Then, the giveaways. Then he's no longer our problem. It's right. Okay. Oh, and for those that want Zach Bogosian traded, I was playing NHL 19 yesterday. Colorado offered me a second round pick for Bogosian and a third round. Do you pick, think he so. has any value right now? Uh, he won't have any value until next season when he only has a year left on his right. contract. Right. So, I mean, Man. we'll see. We'll see. Because somebody's got to go. Same with Scandella. So- somebody has to go because, look, Pilot and Gooley should be on the team full-time next season. And they already have too many defensemen as it is. So, you never know. We'll see. So, the news came out on Skinner per Jeremy White. Yes, Jeremy White's secret Twitter source that hasn't secret been source. right in a very long time. but Okay. He he's not always right anymore. He's the Twitter source also said that Sam Reinhardt is more likely to be traded than Ryan O'Reilly. That of course didn't happen. He also said that Reinhardt was likely to get like five million, something crazy like that. He got like three million. So I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but we'll see. Oh, we didn't even mention what the numbers yes. Yes. Nine to nine and a half million dollars on an eight year deal. That's yeah. what he's looking for. It doesn't mean he's gonna get it. I don't think he will get it. But that was it. Eight and a half, or um... no? He said eight years, nine to nine and a half million per, just to keep him away from the market. You know what? Nobody's paying Jeff Skinner nine and a half million dollars. I'm sorry, nobody. He's good. He's really good, but he's not making that. That's Kucherov. Nikita Kucherov is making nine and a half million. Come on. You, I think you got to do it. No. I listen. Nine and a half. That, that'll prevent you from signing one of your first-round picks. What What are we going to do then if we let him go? You're going to trade him. What if we're in the hunt? You're going to trade him. No, you're not. Yes. No, you're going to let him go for scraps. Scraps? Yes. You can get a lot for Well, Jeff I mean, not for, not for scraps, for nothing, if you're just going to let him walk. Yeah. Yeah. You can't let him walk. You, you no. Either, you either... Get but him on a better deal than nine and a half million dollars, or you trade him. They for won't trade him if we're in the hunt. first if, round picks. If we're top three in the Atlantic, we're not trading him. If they're in a wild card spot, they're going to trade him. No, I feel like they would. No, they're still they're still build they're still rebuilding kind of. I mean, they're ha- they're having a really good start to the season, but but I mean, it it can all be over. the coaching staff isn't thinking that though. They got to make the playoffs, or their heads are on the line. They can still get a player back for him. As well as futures, I would think. I don't know. Like but, it's it's a tough situation because if he's if he's out here saying nine million or bust or I'm walking, like you, well, you listen, can't just pay. The thought the Sabers Twitter and Instagram comments just pay, give him what he wants. Like that's crazy. You there's a salary cap. You have to. The Sabers have a lot of young players you that have, have to, to fit yeah. for the future. They can't just yeah blank check Skinner. There you go eight. And eight, like if it's nine million for like five years, whatever, I don't care. But an eight-year deal, what if he gets a concussion and then you're stuck with that payroll for eight more years? Well, we have spent so long saying Eichel needs a winger. Yes, Eichel does. Like that's the thing. You've been trying to get a winger like Skinner for years since you Thomas finally... Vanek was here. But they finally get him. But is he going to price himself out of here? You finally get him in the door. You gotta pay him. I'm sorry. You gotta do it. He's I, an elite player. Eight million, like 
they have to save as much as they can. I want them to keep Skinner. By, but he's by one all of the guys means. who that money needs to go to. Yeah, you finally got an elite guy to play a Jack Eichel. That the part of the cap needs to be delegated to him. If you can't bring back Sam Reinhart when that deal is up, then too yeah, bad. See you a, have Jeff Skinner. I'd, I'd rather have Ryan. I'd rather have Skinner than Reinhart, no doubt. But I mean, the Lightning can afford all their guys. We'll find a way to make it work with Darlene Middlestat. It can happen. I'm gonna we hold on. I'm, I'm gonna make an armchair GM. See, I was doing it yesterday. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be possible, to, especially with the three first round, the four first round picks in two years. There's no way they're gonna be able to keep everybody. Now I I up- especially if they hit on all of those picks. If they if they're paying Skinner and Eichel, like imagine this: Skinner, Eichel, Darlene. That's like. Well, we don't know how the cap is even going to shape up because those three first-round picks could all be on ELCs. They could all be making 925. Yeah, but still, if it's an eight-year deal of that much money, what happens on the second contract? I was working a little bit with Armchair GM. You you can't really go into the year where these ELCs would be a problem and stuff, but... You can only go three years ahead, I think. Yeah. I upped the cap to $81 because the cap usually rises. Yeah. So I thought, whatever, by then it should be about $1.5 million higher. After signing Skinner, I gave Sherry $4 million AAV for three years. Uh, Reinhardt, I, re- I rose to six for five, I think. Mm-hmm. We still had... Now, this is without filling out bomb six. We still and bottom four defensemen. We still had, I think it was thirty-two or twenty-seven million in cap. So Nylander comes up. You'll have your room for your your guys on your your rookies. That is your your three first round picks if they do that well. That we can't even predict how that will shape up because it's way I, too. I early. just don't think it's possible to do. Nine and a half million for Skinner. I don't think it's possible. I think, I think there has been crazier cap things to happen. Because Toronto, look at Toronto, they're screwed, and they don't even have defense. But they went after a free agent who they should never have even gone after in the first. Did they need John Tavares? Why did they go after John Tavares? Why? Why did you need him? Because he's a hometown boy. Like, why would you do that? You're. They screwed themselves. Mm-hmm. They screwed themselves. And if they sign, they have to trade Nylander because if you sign Nylander, how are you getting your? De- how are you filling out your defense? There, there's pretty they much. Can't. There's no choice at this point than to trade Nylander. If mm-hmm. you go through it, there's there's no room. Yeah. You you have to fill out your defense. Uh, your your forward lineup is not complete. You need a goalie again. You need a backup goalie. They they cannot fit Nylander into that team. You need to trade I don't him. See it. You need to sign Marner. It's not possible. Because you got to think that Kapanen needs to be signed. Yeah. It can't work. They need to. Tr- they're going to trade him, mm-hmm. or he's not going to play. Or yeah, mm-hmm. and if they do sign him, good luck filling out and, your defense. And the recent reports are saying that there's no rush to get him in. I don't know this season. I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't think Neil. They haven't needed him this year, especially especially if uh, if he if they just trade him in the off season, they're going to be kicking themselves because yeah, we could have just traded this guy in November. And when he can still have, play, he has more value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you gotta imagine, Darlene's gonna be getting like nine, ten million in two years when his con- when his ELC's up, and then you're you're paying twenty million in Eichel and Darlene already, and then that's another nine. I don't, I don't think Skinner's getting nine million. That's just the pre- pre- preliminary ask. Uh, it's I gonna, don't know. It's gonna go way lower. I I just he's not a nine and a half million dollar player. He's having a really good start to the season, but. 
This is his run is not sustainable. It's not. He's not going to score fifty goals. I'm not sure. Darlene gets ten on his first contract, though. Defensemen usually don't, because Ekblad on his second contract he got seven. Right. And the cap's going up, so I could definitely see like eight, nine. He's. I mean, he's probably a top three asset in the league right now, and he's only getting better. I just. I don't think there's an argument for not signing Skinner. I think you you got to do it. You can't give him stupid money. Yeah, I just I I don't nine and, I, for everybody that's saying nine and a half million, just give it to him. You can't just play yeah, a blank check nine and a half. There you go. They have to. The, the price has to come down. Eight million, whatever, fine. But saving a million and a half there, that's crucial. Like you gotta save as much money as you can. I am going to die in this hill. Okay. My main argument is we have searched for yeah. so long. We you're, have, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We have not been able yes. to home grow a talent like this, okay? We finally shelled out the assets. There is a reason. We knew this was going to happen, I think. You don't go for this guy unless you know that he's going to be commanding this crazy money. you got to do it. And this That's could, all, this gotta could all be a lie, too. This could the secret. It could. It might. Yeah, it might not even be true. Guy. This could not. This might not even be true. It might. Yeah, because Harrington said yesterday that it's all BS. Good lord. But what else do you expect from Mike Harrington? Yeah. But yeah, I just nine million. There's. He's not a nine million dollar player. He's not. I just look at the players. That's Ovechkin's making less than that, isn't he? Come on. He's making like I don't know nine, nine ish, yeah. but Kucherov's making nine point five. Skinner's a really good player. He's not a nine and a half million dollar player. I'm sorry. You know what like, though, Eichel crazy all you want, but he's not worth that. Eichel has needed his Kucherov for a long time, and now we have him. I would just wait, wait it out because he's not going to keep. The, I, I hate to be the Debbie Downer here, raining on everyone's parade, but. He's not going to score 50 goals, 50, 60 goals, whatever he's on pace for now. It's not sustainable. He's not going to, but in today's world... For the torrid pace that he's on right now, that's a $9.5 million player, but that's that pace isn't sustainable. In today's world, though, we're talking 5-on-5 five five scoring you need. I think he's worth it. Uh, well, Skinner makes 9.5, then... The cap is just like it's another lockout coming. All the players are going right. to be making. There's going to be in five years from now. There's going to be a player making twenty million dollars because everyone just the price keeps going up. If Skinner makes nine and a half, what does Marner get? Ten. It, you know it'll be worth it just for that, just to screw over the Leafs. Ten. <laughs> and then what does? Oh my God! What does Jack Hughes get on his second contract? Oh my. 15, like, it's just going to keep... And that's why people, when people say, oh, Eichel's overpaid. 10 million is going to be, like, 7 million in four years from now. And that could also be an argument for giving Skinner a lot of money because the Skinner gets up. more, and then these other guys that are on expiring deals are just going to get more in him. He's like, hey, I'm better than Jeff Skinner. Mm-hmm. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom, you got 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then next thing, oh, I'm better than that guy? 11 million. It's just going to keep going up. It's going to become like the NBA... At one point, because mm-hmm. what, what's Crosby making now? Like eight, eight something. I don't know the exact. And now, because yeah. 
by, at the time Crosby got that contract, everyone was like, oh my God, that's so much money. Vanek, when he was making seven on the offer sheet, how much was $7 million back in That was a lot 06, of money. A ton. A lot That's of like Eichel's cut. $7 million back what then is like... Four years, $28 million, I think the Vanek contract uh, was, I believe. Something crazy like that. But, but yeah, it was... Seven million back in two thousand seven is like eleven million in today's NHL. So, I guess I, I mean the cap is going up. Nine and a half million is a lot, but they got to find a way to keep him because you need a player like Jeff Skinner. But yeah, I'm not gonna get worked up over it. Mm-hmm. I think it happens. I he think we're did okay. wave his no move clause to come. Here. He did he clearly wants to be here, so. I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. You don't want to you want to have you want to keep all your guys. You don't want to have to trade Middlestat mm. because you made bad choices with the cap. I'm not saying that keeping Skinner is a bad choice, but you have to keep his number down as much as possible. You got to be care. You got to be careful of the cap. And their cap situation is looking fine. Their long-term cap at least, but I mean, Middlestat, Alex Nylander, if he pans out to be what we all hope he can be, four first-round picks in in two years, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Pilot, McCabe. McCabe's going to need a new deal. Well, Bottrell is a cap wizard. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to put it past him to keep this all in check. Let's hope. Let's hope. Skinner's not going to make nine and a half. It's going to be a lot less than Again, that. Again, folks, this might not even be true. Yes. We're just speculating right yes. now, okay? We might have just gotten worked it, worked up over rumor and innuendo. Yeah, yes. fa- yeah, fake news pretty much. He's not making nine and a half. I, I cannot say that enough. We're, we're, it's not just not going to happen. I just cannot see that happening. I just think if this was true, it would have had more weight to it. There would have been more uh, more waves around the league. I wish, I wish McKenzie or someone would speak on this. Well, they have Dreger's been saying they're they're not even having dialogue. That's yeah, the thing. So I I think it's I don't think it's I'm gonna real. go with Darren Dreger over an unnamed. There's been Twitter no source. dialogue. Harrington said yesterday there's been no dialogue. So well, why would you want to focus on a contract extension when the team is doing yeah, so focus good? Focus on the team. Yeah, I mean you don't want to disrupt that mojo. Talk around the deadline, see if you can get an extension done. But I I think I don't know. It's so tough. Are you gonna overpay Skinner just to keep him around? I don't know. They might have to. I think you gotta. When you're the Buffalo Sabres, when you've been in this situation for so long, you gotta stop rebuilding eventually, okay? Keeping a guy like this is a big step in that. That This is so tough for me. I, I know, you're 20. I love Jeff Skinner, but, like, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Too much money. But we haven't had a player who has commanded that kind of money in so And that's long. how you become the L.A. Kings. Oh, come on. That's how you overpaying The Kings, people. there's a difference between Dustin Brown and Jeff Skinner. That's true. Okay. That's true, but... And Rasmus Dahlin and Drew Doughty. What's... what's I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but what's Skinner going to look like in six years? Not like Dustin Brown. I can tell you that. I hope not. No, he but. will not. He will not. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, no. hopefully Skinner signs a team-friendly deal, and mm-hmm. they can keep everybody, and the Sabers can win six Stanley Cups. But let's hope. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on from this. I'd love three cups in five. Years. This hurts talking about 
potentially trading Skinner or losing him or ah, I hate this. Okay. Carter Hutton. Yes. Is a god. The incredible Hutton. Yes. He's I great. need I need a nickname for him. Starter Hutton. Starter Hutton. He's Starter Hutton. I love it. I'm trying to come up with a nickname for everybody on the team. It could just be Scott compl- Scott Wilson, Iceman. Scotty the Iceman Wilson. There, it could be something just completely out there like that, or it can actually be something that makes sense. I'm going to call him the Incredible Hutton for now. Uh, we'll wait and see if anything... He's been really good. It's my brain when I'm bored. And Allmark had a nice game against the Wild, He too. did. Hutton, though, has stolen game after game. His save, it was already 4-1, and he made that sprawling stick save to cover a wide-open net. That, I mean, ultimately, that's what won the game for us. I think it can be argued. Because they score like, oh, it's 5-1, and, I mean, we're out of it then. Mm-hmm. But Carter Hutton, the undisputed MVP of the Sabres, in my opinion. Uh, challenging with Jeff Skinner, of course. But Hutton has stolen the show night after night. And what are you signing? 2.75 a year. And that years. is living proof why you don't need to go all in on a goalie. Mm-hmm. Trading a first-round pick for Robin Leonard or drafting Ilya Samsonov with that first-round pick is dumb. Would have been dumb however way you shake it. You don't need to give up that much for a goalie. And Carter Hutton is proof because he's playing out of his mind right now and the Sabres have him for backup money. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that's it. Like, you know what? You got your guy and you didn't have to go searching for anything. I don't really. think this is unreasonable to say, but I think Hutton has probably been a top five goalie this year in the league. And going back to last year, he's been Yeah, he's been he's outstanding. been top ten over the course of last season too. Do you think I mean we're a quarter of the way through the season. Is he a is he a quarter of the way Vesna finalist or um It's too early. I think it's too think early. So? He's not a big name. If we're That's just doing the quarter, first quarter of the season. I think Oh, he first quarter, yeah. 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 Because I couldn't really think of any goalies. Every goalie's been struggling this year. I think Carey Price has been Price probably has the been best. Price has been better, yeah. Maybe Vasilevsky, is, he's consistent all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lundqvist. Lundqvist has been great. He's keeping the Rangers afloat, at least. Right. Did you see the Rangers been scratching uh, Brady Shea? No. He's been scratched two games in a row. Maybe they're trying to trade him. That'd be dumb, because Brady no. Shea is he's a good player. But so. we saw the, uh, the Spooner trade happen. I like that trade for Edmonton. I think I'd rather yeah, have, I I'd rather have Ryan Spooner than Ryan Strome. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb trade by the range. I don't, I don't know. But we mentioned maybe they see something in him. Shirelli and uh, McLennan earlier. McClellan, yes. McClellan. And yeah, they're they're finding a way to waste Connor McDavid again. I feel so bad for which him. is what, what a mess. We said Edmonton would never is. happen, but it is actually happened. It was supposed to be impossible to waste McDavid. He was going to carry them, and, well, one of those is true. He is carrying them, but he's not going very far. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame because they're in and out of a playoff spot. The playoffs are always more fun with Edmonton in. The playoffs will be more fun with Connor McDavid in. Yes. Yes, so I don't know. It's I feel, I feel really the bad NHL for those fans. The NHL is weird this season. It's I mean, if Edmonton goes out and gets Jack Hughes in the lottery this year, I think everything changes. But mm-hmm. maybe Rasmus Ristolainen can save them. Just why can they not build a good team? 
because Peter Shirelli. <laughs> Peter having Peter Shirelli is the worst thing that ever happened to the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. and he's still there. Look at all these mistakes this guy made: giving Chris Russell four million dollars, Taylor Hall for Adam Larson, signing Lucic. Uh, they've ruined Yessi Puliyarvi. Like what? I don't know. Yeah, they. It, I just feel like there's nothing they can do. The to sad turn it sack around. Oilers. They do have some good young prospects coming. Ivan Bouchard is really good. Uh, Yamamoto. Kyler Yamamoto. Hopefully, uh, Pugliarvi can get back on track, but I don't know. It's it's looking rough out in Edmonton. Man. All right, we're going to get to questions now. You know, 44 minutes in, we'll get to these, if this will load, by the way. I hope. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, okay, so... Oh, maybe we'll do that. Do you like the move of putting Tage Thompson above Evan Rodriguez? I personally don't. Uh, well, you know, it worked fine yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was certainly happy with it yesterday. If Tage can continue that, then yes, because that Tage Thompson game yesterday was better than any Rodriguez game this season. They've been practically the same performer all year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really like Evan Rodriguez this season. I think he's mm-hmm. been good. I don't know why he's being scratched, but they're winning without him, so they're not going to change the line. I don't okay. think they're going to change anything until they lose. You don't change it when you're on a six-game winning streak. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen. I'm sure it has before, but it shouldn't happen. Not on this team. You know what? Our app is malfunctioning right now. We cannot bring up the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the Penguins are tanking for Jack Hughes? No, no. Crosby's hurt. Their goalies are bad. They've never had a defense. Their depth is questionable now. Derek Grant is playing. Derek Grant is Chad playing. Chad Weedle yeah. is a top four defenseman yeah. on the team. It's looking rough. Why is this not loading? Oh, man. Technical hmm. difficulties, man. Okay, uh, next one comes from Antonio. He says, was the past three years worth it what we have now? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, I'd say so. It wasn't worth it emotionally. At the time, but this is the suffering you had to go to. Darcy Regeer knew. He knew. We have a true core. And you know what's one thing? I think all this time we've been taking Connor Sherry's acumen for granted. Two-time Stanley Cup winner. Had a overtime goal in the Stanley Cup as well. I think that we, we really underrate his accomplishments. Connor Sherry is a really good player. Yeah, what he's brought to this team is it's it's big time. It was big time for the guys who are playing with him, and he's proving to be a lot more than just Sidney Crosby's. Yeah, uh, he's and he's not even pat- playing with Eichel. Oh my God, this is really annoying. This isn't working. Try, uh, you know, yeah, that, yeah, okay, that thing. Now reopen it. There you go. Now. Yeah, but I think it's all worth it. I mean, back in 2013, when they, the Sabres decided to rebuild. Uh, technically, they were supposed to be contenders by now. Maybe they just decided to skip all of the years of growth. They just went, hey, let's go to rock bottom and go all the way back up. Tim Murray was a complete waste of time. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, Tim did set the Sabres up with some good pieces. He did make his great share of mistakes. Tim Murray got his Jack Eichel, and that's all he did. There's, he has he has left no footprint on this team. It's all gone. All of it. Victor Olofsson. O'Reilly's gone. Leonard's gone. The players that he brought in are gone, but some of the prospects that he brought in are good. 
I mean, you can't deny it. He he made mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But this, he does have some players on this team. You got Olafson. That he brought in. Olafson, a seventh round pick. Nylander. I think Nylander is going to still be a good player. He's still picking up points in Rochester. I'm going to put that one in the air for now. He has trailed off a bit. But if they drafted Sergachev, do you have Dalin? No. Because I think if you have Sergachev on the team, you win a couple more games last year. And and then you're out of Dalene because if they didn't finish last in 2017, you do not have Rasmus Dalene. They had to finish last last season to get Dalene. So this has just been such a bad team for so long, and it feels like we're finally back. And I I, I don't. It's it's all brand new to me. Like I still don't know how to react. Yeah, I don't know either. I think our Wi-Fi is screwing up, folks. Yeah, it's just not working. Okay. Well, maybe you can pull it up. Yeah. We'll see. You know, I don't have the... I'll log in. I'm not logged in. in. Okay. One second, folks, while I log in to the Charging Buffalo Instagram here on my my handy-dandy phone. But I'm trying to think of just some other things I'd like to touch on. Uh, I was watching highlights of 07 during the third period, just trying to rile myself up and make me think, increase my belief factor. And I think I, 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 I harnessed the power for something of that team. Cause I was watching 06, 07 highlights as well. I mean, it happened again, folks, you know? Okay. I maybe, think maybe Instagram is down. Possibly. That could be a thing. They might be doing maintenance. Well, if we don't get to these questions, we apologize. So, let's see. It's we'll answer them. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's not gonna work, is it? Well, what should we do? I don't know. Yeah, this is this is a shame. I don't know what's going on. This is a. Well, let's stop dwelling on it. Let's uh, stop we can only see a few of these. Uh, we talked about Skinner. Yeah. Who do you think will win the Norris? That comes from Andrew. Mm. Norris, Norris. Let me keep thinking. I don't know. You know, I feel like Morgan Riley's got a shot. It was at one point. Seth Jones before the season started. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, we got him. We got him. Wow. Okay. When will the win streak end? I hate to. Well, I think we beat Philly. Yeah, I think we beat Philly. That Detroit game seems like a game. That That's a know. trap. That's yeah. a trap game. I feel like I they're going to lose to Detroit. Detroit could very well be it. San Jose is probably. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. Van, do, they'll they'll do a tribute video to Vander Kane, right? I think so. Or at the very least, a little message saying, you know, please welcome back a Vander Kane. Yeah, I don't know. He scored some big goals. They Not, did a I mean, Pittsburgh did a tribute to Sherry yesterday. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, I, they'll do a tribute. Kane was here for how long? Three years? Yeah. Almost four, if you count his stint here when he was injured, mm-hmm. when they traded for him. But, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think either Saturday or the Tuesday or Wednesday game against the Sharks would be it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to last forever, obviously, but no. if it did last forever, that'd be nice. I just don't want us to go on, like, a three-game slide. Yeah, they 
if they lose one, they gotta go back. Just try and avoid and, that. Yeah, they gotta just keep stringing some wins together mm-hmm. if possible. I won't even accept a two-game losing streak. Ooh, this is a nice one. When Matt Hunwick comes back, who do you believe is the odd man out on defense? Matt Hunwick. Hunwick. <laughs> <Yes>. Matt <laughs> yeah. Hunwick would be the odd man out. Yeah. He's not going to come back because no. I don't think neck injury out indefinitely. They didn't even put a timetable on it. They traded for Matt Hunwick and had no intention of playing him. I just That's my opinion. I just don't. I don't think they were ever going to play Matt Hunwick regardless. No. They put him on Robita Island. Uh, what happens with the first-round pick from the Blues if it ends up being a top-ten pick? That comes from Chris. Uh, this has been a common question. The Blues have the option to keep the pick. If they decide, hey, we're going to suck again next year, and like they have like the ninth pick, they're like, hey, you can just have it. It's more likely than not that the Blues will keep the pick, though, and then bank on themselves being better for next season like Ottawa did this year when they decide, they opted to pick Brady Kachuk instead of uh, having the 2019 first. So that's what happens. Somebody replied to me on Twitter yesterday and said, I hope the Blues trade their first-round pick next year because I quote-tweeted oh. when uh, somebody said that uh, the Rutherford is possibly going to shake up the core of the team. So I don't know. What happens if the Blues decide to trade their first-round pick next year? Can they? I don't know. I don't know. That's confusing. I, I don't think they would trade their first-round pick next year, regardless, unless they can get, like, Bobrovsky or something. But I don't know. It's interesting. Are they allowed to trade the pick because technically that pick belongs to Buffalo? I don't know. We... Or do they trade it and say, yeah, Buffalo, you can have the pick this year? See, that's like essentially trading two first-round picks mm-hmm. then. Yeah. I don't know. If you're going to do it, it has to be for Guy Bobrovsky. Yeah. I think they would do it. I don't know. And you're out two first-round picks. But in fairness, the Blues have had a lot of first-round picks. we got to find a way to get an answer to that. Yeah. we got to go to somebody nice higher. friendly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something that's interesting that popped into my head I might yesterday. just tweet Bob McKenzie. <laughs> He's not going to answer you. Uh... Skinner Eichel Pominville or Skinner Eichel Reinhardt? Uh, Skinner Eichel Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pominville has trailed off a little bit. Yeah. He got taken off the line. They put him back. But yeah, nobody expected Pominville to really keep that hot playoff no. for a consistent basis. So, yeah, I prefer Reinhardt on the top line. Uh, does Darlene have the best hands for a defenseman? In the league, but definitely up there. I would say top yeah. five. Certainly on the team. Yeah, that covers he has one. the best hands on. The, I, yeah, definitely one of the best hands on the team. Him and Middlestat, I would say. I'd say in the league, he's probably he's top ten. Mm-hmm. He's definitely up there. Are the Sabers going to win the Stanley Cup? You have to walk before you can run. I'll yeah. just say that. Uh, trading for Patrick Maroon at the deadline for depth. No. We were matched with him in the offseason. No. I don't think that would happen. He's and so I don't, slow. I don't, want, I don't want to help the Blues. So, right. technically, that would make the Blues worse, and that would prevent you from getting the Blues' first-round pick, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, no. I would stay away from Patrick Murray. Uh Lots of questions about Rodriguez. I want him back in the lineup, but they're not going to change anything because they're winning. Yeah, after Thompson, if Thompson can follow that up. Thompson is playing better, I think, 
that was their plan. I I guess instead of playing him in Rochester, they just wanted to have him mm-hmm. study the film, practice with the team, and then naturally get better. It seems like it's working slowly but surely, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. But Thompson's playing better, so hopefully he can keep progressing to a point where he's not a liability on the ice. How did Bottrell turn this team around so drastically in one offseason? <laughs> Six in a row. That comes from Maddie. Well, a big part of it was Connor Sherry. Connor hey, Sherry, I, Jeff Skinner. How did he pull off those trades? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. He did NHL 19 franchise mode yeah, pretty on much. On easy difficulty. On easy trade, trade difficulty. Literally, easy trade, easy trade difficulty. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Jeff how Skinner, do you get Jeff Skinner for Cliff Pooh in two picks? Three picks. But, three picks. like... The six round pick. What, what but is how that? do you do that? I, I can't. Know. I can't tell you because the trades have been so lopsided in our favor, except for the O'Reilly trade, which I still think was even thus far. Yeah, a lot of people are trashing the O'Reilly trade. What if the Sabers get the eleventh pick in this draft? We got four pieces in it. Yeah, and they're they're not even. So we're I, winning. I, I the really Blues like aren't. Saboka. I really like Saboka. I do too. Berglund is okay. He needs I don't, to get off the power play. Yeah. He had like he was second in ice time yesterday too, but yeah, Berg, Berglund's off. okay. I don't hate him. like he's he's not great. He's not bad either by any means. Definitely an upgrade over what they had last year. Uh, Thompson is going to be a good player. I get he's not playing amazing. Like we, everyone had high expectations for him, including myself, after watching him in prospects camp and preseason. But he's going to be good. He's going to be a really good player in this league someday. So just watch out for him. Mm-hmm. And then a first round pick. That can be eleven through what? Maybe it transfer. It probably transfers to next year because the Blues are a dumpster fire. But yeah, I. It's too early to make a judgment on this trade. It's okay, and the Sabers are a better team without O'Reilly. Yeah, clearly. I wonder. O'Reilly though is leading the league in faceoff percentage, but who cares? I'm it's an overrated. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. But and he's got like twenty two points, twenty three points. So he's leading the Blues in scoring, but whatever. They got the. Cancer out of the locker room. Everywhere he goes, he's a failure. Mm-hmm. But he left Colorado, and then they had the worst season of all time. But that's, that's true. the only outlier. But yeah, uh, they're are we giving lots of questions about Skinner and nine million? I don't think they're gonna pay Jeff Skinner nine million. I don't think. Yeah, I just don't see it. I think he gets paid either not, way. He's not a nine million dollar player. I s- I think it, even if he goes to the market, nobody's gonna give him that much. Not a single team in the NHL will give him that. I don't. I really just do not see it. Not what team is gonna? That's a lot of money. I feel like I don't really want to comment on it now because there's no real weight to it. There's yeah, no, there's uh, no weight to it, but it's just it's not realistic. I just you give nine million dollars to your your Eichels, your your franchise cornerstones that you build up from the draft and whatnot. Like I just. I just don't see it. I don't know. It, it it hurts my head thinking about this because I'm so conflicted because they need a guy like Jeff Skinner. I think, but though, that they also need to build a team. So, I don't know. He He's becoming a cornerstone of this team. It's only 20 games in. We don't know. He's having a really good start, but... But he's still Jeff Skinner. He's still Jeff Skinner, but he's not a 55 goal scorer what he's on pace for. That's what you pay... You pay $9 million to 55 goal scorers, but he's not a 55 goal scorer. It's also a contract year. you got to remember that. Of course he's going to play better in a contract year. So I don't know. Eh, I think that's 
It's that's a myth. Drew Stafford. When was that? Drew Stafford always played good in contract years. Always. He's thirty. Well, he was always a good player for us. Yeah. Oh my god, my head hurts just talking about about this. I, I'm so conflicted. I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It hurts my head. Uh, will Pilot finally be called up? I don't think so. No. I don't think they're going to call up Lawrence Pilot. Even if the Scandell injury is bad, no. Uh, thoughts on Alex Nylander? Should we look to trade him or keep him or let him grow more? Let him grow more. I think, yeah, just keep him in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Let him grow. I think you don't have at, to hurry him. At this point, what's the rush? Mm-hmm. What's the rush? I mean, mm-hmm. does he make you a better team if you bring him up? I don't know. Like, he was an eighth overall pick. He was... Let him grow. I just because they got C.J. Smith, they can bring up who's probably a better option at this point. Yeah, he wasn't as developed as we thought. Big whip. Let him let him go down there. You know, teams are I wrong think, sometimes. Let him let him develop. I think he's definitely on the team next year. He should have made the team out of camp this year, but then it's like a Thompson situation where he's just on the fourth line and like, what's the point? So, uh, yeah. I, uh, lots well, of a lot of repeats. it might depend too on how he performs the rest of the year in Rochester. Mm. Also, I scrolled out of the question. Oh God! Now it's not loading. <laughs> now it's not loading. Well, we're at the hour mark. Yeah, I think. I think that's good. All right. I'll answer the rest. Um, charging Buffalo Instagram later in the day. Well. Folks, we certainly hope you have a good Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving as well. Don't make any stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us again for this episode 13. Uh, we'll come to you next Thursday. Next Thursday. we got to start devising a plan for the winter break, mm-hmm. I'd say, for how, how often we're going to do these shows. But any closing messages from you? Well... Have a safe Christmas. Oh, my God. We're going to hurt myself. Safe Thanksgiving. Uh, hope you enjoy some good food. Spend some time with your family. Stay off your phones. Don't get trampled at Walmart. Stay off your phones on Thanksgiving. Spend some time with your family. Yes. Be with friends. Talk about the Sabres. And whatnot. Talk about the Sabres. You can listen to our podcast as well. Yeah. 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 While, while, you're at, while you're at the Thanksgiving you know, dinner table. Toss around some. Like, hey. These yes. guys, these guys are pretty good. Charging Buffalo, give them a follow. Yeah, at the Charging Buff, follow, follow, follow us on Twitter as well. Joe TCB NHL at LVKETCB. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for this episode. We'll be back to you next week. A few Sabres games between now and the next podcast that we'll be able to talk about. Hopefully, some rumors. I would assume mm. that some Gossip. Sabres potentially buying on the trade market will be yes. sprouting up in the next couple weeks. So, And you know what they say about playoffs and Thanksgiving. By the time Thanksgiving rolls around, those are your playoff teams. Mm-hmm. And the Sabres are very much in the hunt right now. Mm-hmm. They're in it. So we'll be back to you guys next week. And enjoy you guys. We appreciate you guys for listening on a consistent basis. I appreciate so, all the great feedback, too. Yes, lately. we love hearing your feedback. Yes, so. yes, yes. You can DM us, add us on Twitter, whatever. We, we like always to hear respond. Feedback. We always, we always respond. respond. Hit you with a like, but yeah, maybe even a follow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're lucky. That's that's all we got for you guys this yes. week. We'll see you next week for episode fourteen.